and welcome to the 16th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Lauren McFadden, and I'm here with podcast co-host, Fozzy. Hey, guys. And special guest, Daryl. Hi, everyone. I'm here to dazzle you all with my amazing knowledge of Kingdom Hearts once again. You already have. <laughs> all right, so summer's almost over, at least in the upper hemisphere, sob. What have you guys been up to this summer? Anything interesting? I, I took a trip to North America. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> yep, yep. We all met up for P.F. Chang's. Oh, yes. It was delicious. But <laughs> yeah, it's funny, given that you live an ocean away, how I've gotten to see you three times over this past year. Did not expect that. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess the one good thing about summer being over is that Birth by Sleep's release keeps creeping closer. Yay. It certainly does. And um, Marina is not here this episode. She's currently somewhere in Chicago or Michigan or somewhere or other. She'll clarify next time. But um, she should be back for next episode. And um, so let's kick this off with our two-segment show. We've got first news and discussion, followed by our questions and outro. And this podcast is produced by Gaming Union and Tweaks Music. It's on a rotating schedule with Final Fantasy Union and Minigup comes out on itunes and gamingunion.net and the next should be coming out on september 7th which is the day after labor day woohoo uh we have one like quick little show update if you want to take that daryl sure i mean it's not really a show update it's just that gamescom is happening next week well it'll be this week when you listen to it and i'll be there and i'll be playing birth by sleep hopefully but unfortunately i won't get to speak to namura Sad face. <laughs> I know. He dodged me at E3. He's dodging me again at Gamescom. He's afraid of your dashing good looks, I'm sure. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to let us know how it turns out. Maybe we'll have you on the next episode just to give your impressions. See if I can we'll stalk be... him and hunt him down. Maybe you can. I will be seeing, I will be seeing uh, the third birthday, which is oh. not being shown to the public. Hmm. Yeah, behind Bring closed doors. Bring yourself on in. Her, her. And Nomura is working on that game as well. Like, what is he not working on right now? That's true. He's designed the main character and how her clothes fall off. <laughs> Bayonetta style, I see. <laughs> All right, so I guess we will kick it into news right after this message. So you want to be a god and rule over all, but humans are trying to take your place? Well, this summer, play gods versus humans and use your divine power to rule them all! Ahem, gods versus humans this summer on WeWare. God there, cheeky. Alright, and with that, we're gonna start with Kingdom Hearts Union News. And shout out to our Kingdom Hearts Union news posters. So uh, Kingdom Hearts was at the San Diego Comic-Con about a month ago. Um, Yay. And And, uh, our friends at Kingdom Hearts Ultimania got some awesome photos and videos. And uh, if you go over to them at, um, what is that again? What's the website name? KH2.co.uk. Yes, that's it. (laughs) It's so sad. I used to go to that site all the time before I joined any staffs. And I forget that one. But um, there we had an English trailer of Recoded, English gameplay of Terra and Aqua. And we actually had a full English cutscene among Mickey, Aqua, Kyrie, and Kyrie's grandmother, which didn't have any audio because, unfortunately, the guy was just kind of, you know, he had a camera over his shoulder while he was Shaky playing cam. in the crowd. <laughs> Shaky cam. 
But if you guys took a look, it was actually kind of cool. It, uh, I haven't seen any Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep cutscenes aside from the ones in trailers. So, And um, they also had the Birth by Sleep PSP there, and that looks pretty snazzy. I wish I didn't have one already. <laughs> mm. So did you guys get a chance to look at the videos or any of the photos? I did not. However, I heard they were really good. Yeah, yeah. They also had some um, some merchandise, like some what looks like sterling silver charms of different keyblades, and they looked really intricate and really pretty. Mm-hmm. Probably quite pricey as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I- I've seen some of those around in um, comic and anime stores. Like, there's one place in New York that I was seriously considering getting an Oathkeeper chain, but it was like 25 bucks. Jeez. But, um, yeah, <laughs> as if they don't steal enough of our money. No, they don't. Uh, I mean, I noticed when I was uh, going to different stores, they have like Kingdom Hearts sections, which I was quite surprised about. They had more Kingdom Hearts stuff than any other game. Yeah, when we went, oh, really? when we went into Hot Topic, there was a whole section dedicated to Kingdom Hearts. And then there was like another section that was just Sega and Nintendo together. You think they have more oh, Sega and Nintendo, but they had more Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I don't think I've been in Hot Topic for like four or five years, but um, the last time I was there, I do remember they always have the one t-shirt tower for like the Zelda shirts and things like that, mm-hmm. but I, I did not even know they had anything related to Kingdom Hearts. Where was that when I was 16? <laughs> well, the one that we went in... I would have been all over that. The one that we went in just had like, um, they had two little shelves. And they were, like, right next to each other. So there was one that was just had, like, a ton of Kingdom Hearts memorabilia. We were trying to look for a Sonic shirt. We found, like, a couple Sonic shirts. And just everything else was Kingdom Hearts. I love how Hot Topic used to be music, like, Virgin Records style. And now now it's just, like, whatever's the most popular current pop culture thing. Like, their well, Twilight to, section. They had to broaden out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember they used to have a lot of anime merchandise, and now not so much. It's all Kingdom Hearts now. It's all Kingdom Hearts now. Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. Last time I checked, Final Fantasy was slightly more popular, but I guess that might actually be kind of an outdated statement to make. (laughs) Yeah, Final Fantasy is just not cool. No, we're nerds. It's not cool. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts is cool. Kingdom Hearts is yeah. People fighting with giant keys are so superior. So cool. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish I had gotten a chance to go to the San Diego Comic Con. It seems like they have everything. I was not aware they expanded to include Japanese stuff anyway. It's crazy event, absolutely crazy. Isn't it like something like forty five thousand attendees? Uh, maybe more. If not more, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of. Oh, you know what? I think I'm thinking of Anime Expo, and I'm pretty sure SDCC is even bigger. I know a ton of. Um, yeah, because but- uh, Comic Con does like pretty much all of the i guess the niche mediums mm-hmm. yeah i know they always have like a myth a mythbusters panel and they have a supernatural the whole supernatural section and they have a ton of um celebrities who even attend like they just go to hang out there i'm pretty sure they got miyazaki either this year or last year mm-hmm. which is pretty insane yeah because i don't think he ever comes out of his little animation studio mm-hmm but <laughs> seems like a lot of Japanese people. <laughs> they don't ever venture outside. Was this the same one last year that had like Iron Man and all that stuff, or is that a different one? No, that, yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah, where they had all the Iron Man suits and, and they, they had, had Robert Downey Jr. And yeah, everything. they had 
Robert Denny Jr. and then Johnny Depp and then um, Tim Burton. That's like a humongous event. It's crazy. It's I I would love to get there one day. It'd be awesome. It's always next year. I mean, I guess aside from the fact that it's nice to see Birth by Sleep actually being played in America on an American PSP with English subtitles, even if we couldn't hear anything, it's yay. It's coming soon. Yay. All right. So I guess, Daryl, would you like to take the next one about the PSP? Sure. Um, Apparently, Birth by Sleep will only be able, you'll only be able to play multiplayer with ad hoc mode, which... (sighs) I guess is a a bit of a mute point because you can get ad hoc party. Exactly, right. So you can play online, I'm guessing. I mean, it it would sort of be over, it, the the point is that they didn't think to include online play like full online capability. You have to sort of hack uh, hack it. <laughs> well, I think the ad hoc party is pretty accepted now. You can download it from the PlayStation Store. Oh, okay. But yeah, you need you need a PS3 though, I think. Oh, you do need a PS3. That's yeah. right. Um otherwise, you have to be within 60 feet of one another. <laughs> I know. Well, it works fine in Japan. It just doesn't work fine for North Americans where no one speaks to each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of reminds me of when um when Pokémon was first coming out cuz they only had um a little connector. Like you had to have something that kind of looked like an ethernet cable and connected to each other. So it's kind of like the same thing, I remember that. just without the Ethernet cable, which I guess is kind of good. You can move away from the person. <laughs> you don't have to be yeah, up yeah. close and personal, being like, oh my god, it's Kingdom Hearts, blah, 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 blah. But you can like kind of <laughs> give them some space, some breathing room, you know? So I guess that's kind of yeah. cool. But yeah, we don't really talk Maybe they did it this way to try and bring people together. <laughs> yeah. A little closer. Bring together Kingdom Hearts fans. And they can all wear their Hot Topic merchandise. Like, you can be sitting there at, at, at college in your in your lecture theater and, you know, you, you might search for a game and find that someone else is playing Birth by Sleep as well. And, and they're also searching for a game. You could make a new friend. You can make a like, new friend. Hark, there's a person on the other side of the auditorium who is playing the same game as me. And then you'll just Hark. meet in the middle and then have fun times and be happy. And realize that you're both learning nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about playing. that. I mean, assuming that you do need a PS3 to do the true online play and assuming that most people don't have that capability, do you guys think that the lack of true online play is a deal breaker or is Birth by Sleep going to be good enough on its own? Well, to be honest, I didn't get a game like Kingdom Hearts to play multiplayer. Yeah, this is true. I never actually really expect play multiplayer anyway it was sort of a bonus with uh three five eight days over two yeah it's um i think the story in the single player is the main aspect so it's not really a deal breaker for me yeah it's not really like in my opinion oh go ahead it's not really like starcraft where it's like it's just as good without the battle net system the campaign kind of gets um put by the wayside a little bit yeah but in this game, it's well, different because it was based off of the campaign type thing. Well, in my opinion, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts in general have always been so fiercely independent in storytelling and the gameplay that I think the whole online thing is just kind of a nice bonus, like especially with Dissidia, that kind of thing. And in the end, it's not so much contributing to the story and having any enjoyment at all in the game as it is just 
giving people an opportunity to insanely over level their, you know, Cloud or Cecil or <laughs> that kind of, or their Sora or not, not Sora, sorry, their Terra, um, Aqua or Ven, and then pitting them against each other. All right. So, Fozzie, you want to take this next one? Sure. Okay. So, Recoded is nearly complete. Nomura tweets that Recoded is already to be packaged and is in the promotional stage. We just heard about this and it's practically out on the shelves. Hopefully, this means that Square Enix might be on a faster work ethic. Don't be silly. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Don't be silly. (laughs) I don't know. This is like the fastest they've worked since the seven, eight, nine years. I I think it's just because they don't. Really well. The game was basically already made anyway. That that's true. That's true. Th- this is the Japanese version, by the way, that we're yeah. talking about. Um, but yeah, they're already creating packaging, which is always like the last thing to go. Wasn't well, the game come out in October? Yeah, it does. And uh, you know, we just heard about this what three or four months ago. Uh, I mean, not to to be a killjoy here about everyone being excited about Square Enix having a fast turnaround time, but we don't actually know how long this has been development in the background for. This is true, although it was nice of them to not bring it up until later, which they I think do we talked sometimes. about once. I think I we mean, talked uh, about that once. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Echoes of Time was announced for the first time, uh, I think, in like October 2008 and then came out in like January 2009. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's the way to do it because that way well, no you raise anticipation... <laughs> Without letting it slowly die over five years. I'm talking about you, Final Fantasy Versus 13. Yeah, but, I think there needs to be a happy medium. And uh, if you guys look at the box art for this, it's definitely, they're definitely going for a lighter approach this time around. There's no, uh, there's no art on the cover. It's just the logo on a white background. Nomura's starting to go with an Apple theme. It's, it's the how Final Fantasy games go. Yeah, I'm actually really liking the kind of minimalistic box art well, that you've been going for. Your Final Fantasy games are are box covers for Final Fantasy. They had um, they had little pictures of people on it of the characters, which is terrible. <laughs> but the European version of Final Fantasy, it only has right. It only has the logo. Well, it used to. They changed it for Final Fantasy Thirteen. I uh, believe they made uh, lightning on the cover, right? Yeah. Right. There was uproar. <laughs> you guys are you guys are becoming like us. Yeah, I guess we were spoilt for so long. Yeah. One day in the end, it just kind of sits on your shelf and looks pretty. It doesn't even really do that because no one puts games on their shelves with the cover. They do. Yeah, that's true. It's all about that spine design. <laughs> all right. So I mean, I guess we're going to be hearing a lot about Recoded after Birth by Sleep comes out. And uh, I hope they keep doing this because it's kind of nice to only have to wait for like three months before the thing comes out. Well, uh, do we do we know when it's going to come out in North America? Mm-hmm. I don't think we have an official release date yet, no. Do we know if it's even going to come out in North America? Um, yes, we know it's going to. They already have uh, an English site, I believe. It's not very populated right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> and... um. Other than those news pieces, we just kind of have some other small stories. Um, did you guys get a chance to look at the Birth by Sleep special edition from Europe? It I, looks I did, amazing. and I'm just feeling so sorry for all North Americans out there that can't get it. 
not fair, not fair. <laughs> I'm sure you feel so hurt right now, Daryl. I do. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a, a growing feeling. Your it does, heart it's just building up us, inside, I yeah. And I, I think <laughs> the closer we get to the launch, I might get quite critical. You know, I have yeah. to check myself in somewhere to to get that scene to. Oh no! Yeah, I know. Oh no! <laughs> but uh, it's got a gorgeous FMV, like kind of a outside cover, like a slip cover. Um, the other the other box art, the one on the actual game box, looks the same as we've seen, and then the. The art book actually does look pretty snazzy. It is hardcover. It's not one of those wimpy little pamphlet things that they've given us in the past. And you get a couple pretty nice postcards with the game it's art because on they're them. not giving it to you. I know. <laughs> Stop rubbing it in. I want my art book. <laughs> just rub it in more, Daryl. Just, just keep, rub keep it digging. Rub it in a bit more. Keep digging. Well, they're, they're region free. Maybe I'll have to bribe you to buy it for me and I'll pay you back. And yeah. But. Uh, other than that, um, Recoded is rapidly updating, including in English, and it sounds like that's going to be coming up fast in terms of uh, the English release. And um, Kingdom Hearts 3D is progressing nicely, too. The plot sounds like it's going to be in line with the current game's timeline, according to Nomura. And um, it sounds like Nintendo approached Nomura for this one rather than the other way around. So That doesn't surprise me yeah. at all. <laughs> It's, uh... Considering, like, Nintendo in the last generations have been really struggling for third-party support. And then into yeah. their press conference was all about, all these people are supporting us, our console's going to be amazing because of it. And then not really. <laughs> yeah. You can but, you can uh, get Samurai Warriors 3D. I mean, I guess to answer all the questions that people have been sending in about, you know, why are they still working on all these tiny little titles on the side and where's our Kingdom Hearts 3? That because kind of they're thing. getting paid, too. Yep. They're getting paid to not... <laughs> think about that right now they have monies they have monies and they have people begging them to make games not the other way around Just don't buy all the small ones and make them make kingdom hearts 3 yeah that's what i'm doing clearly all right so any last thoughts on the current news potluck not really not really <laughs> no i guess uh next episode we should have a lot more discussion considering that uh oh shoot when does birth by sleep come out I think it's a little bit after. A little bit after. Oh. So we're going to have one more episode where we're going to be tantalized waiting for Birth by Sleep. Didn't that happen before? So. Oh, no, that was for the release date. Like, I think it might actually be that week. Like we yeah, had an episode. Yeah. I remember we had an episode like right before the release date of Birth by Sleep or something. And then it came out like the next day after our I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> we're just on a bad time schedule. We're we moved We're around the, the podcast the schedule the for 13, I believe, <laughs> when 13 came out. It comes out the day of the podcast. Wow. That's awesome. Day of the podcast, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I guess, you know, if anything changes, we'll let you know on Twitter and, and the site, of course, let you know if we're going to change anything around to make it so that we can actually talk about Birth by Sleep on the next episode. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. But all right. So we will be back with the question segment right after this. Hello, boys and girls. Do you like walking on the beach, playing with teddy bears and skipping through fields of flowers? 
Well, too bad, because this summer, Crazy Racers is bringing you everything but that. Check out the new Crazy Racers comic book created by the same scriptwriter that brought you Alone in the Dark. And don't forget to play the game that gives you roaring engines, crazy action, and cool characters. Download the comic on Zalag.com and play the game with up to eight people. Available on WiiWare now. Go full speed with Crazy Racers on WiiWare. All right, and now it's time for a question segment. So, of course, these are from our GamingUnion.net forums under the Kingdom Hearts Union section. So, first one is, what's your favorite part in any of the Kingdom Hearts games? Mine would definitely have to be the part when Donald pulls the camera down in Kingdom Hearts 1. And this is by Castle Oblivion. Mm. Hmm. What's your favorite, Fozzie? Do you have one? Um, maybe, like, dealing with Phil in, uh, Hercules. I don't know. I like dealing with Phil a lot. I like dealing with Phil, and I like, um, the entrance of Arryn in, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, because Arryn was, like, my favorite character in, uh, Final Fantasy, so to be able to see him again was really nice. Um, Always the Arryn. Other than that, I don't really know. I, I like, the only other one that comes to mind is, like, playing with the Dalmatians, after you collect like uh, 101, they Aww. get all happy and they give you presents. <laughs> and they're just so cute. You know, you just want to cuddle them. They are really cute. <laughs> you walk into the house each time, and like every time, there's like a bigger swarm of puppies. They're so <laughs> cute, and you just look around the house they're and everywhere. see where all of them went. That reminds me of the time I got lost in Traverse Town because it was my very first RPG, and um, I ended up in that house, and I was just like, "What is going on?" <laughs> my favorite part. I think even after all the spinoffs and everything, I think the scene that still got to me the most was the one right after you beat Riku two in um in uh, up in the heart chamber in uh in Hollow Bastion when uh Sora pulls out the dark Keyblade after Riku disappears and releases his own heart to wake Kyrie up and turns into a heartless. I just remember like. My jaw falling to the floor during that. I was like, did he really just do that? And then, uh, you know, you you get to control the little heartless and you go back down. And once you find Kyrie and she realizes it's Sora and it was it was just a cute moment. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. And um, probably the other part I liked best would be, oh, that um, there was one scene in Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, I'm trying to remember the one. That I like the best. I think it was a. Uh, I just really like the scene toward the end where uh, Rico and Sora are just sitting on the beach in Kingdom Hearts and sort of resigned to the fact that they might be stuck there forever. And then seeing the door to the light open, and um, I don't know. They they were just both both of those scenes were ones where the characters were sort of they forgot that they were these kind of dumb fifteen year olds and they showed a little bit more maturity and. They grew up a lot in those moments. And yeah, end of cheesy moment. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think my favorite part is not really a scene. It's building the gummy ships. Oh, yeah. How awesome is that? I sucked at that. (laughs) Were you ever actually able to build one that would fly? And then finding out you don't have enough power and and then using it and just blowing the crap out of stuff. Or how about like the pre-made ones that you don't have the you don't actually have blocks for and then you see what it looks like with the blocks that you do have and it's like an invisible ship i remember once i like tried lego to build vomit a ship, um that was like a cactar or something yeah. and it ended up just oh, being yeah. it ended up just being the back burners 
two lasers in the front <laughs> and one cockpit, and the rest was just invisible. It was just kind of like they were just chilling there, and I was just like, how did I create this? Although it is a really, really, really good gummy ship. I mean, it does it gets the job done, but there's it, nothing It doesn't there. even need any gummy blocks. There's nothing Chip and Dale there. would be very disappointed in you. <laughs> Chip yeah, and Dale would. would be like, what? What the heck just happened? <laughs> and they would try, probably try and find how how amazing I was at doing that. Yeah. Oh, Chip and Dale, they make me happy. But yeah, I always i I liked the gummy ship building in Kingdom Hearts One better, and the actual gummy ship travel better in Kingdom Hearts Two because it was very flashy and fast paced. Just yeah, imagine it what it's gonna be like in Three. <gasps> it better be like freaking pod racing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be like Mario Kart. And in, if Oops, they did it in Kingdom Hearts 3D. Oh, there we go. Oh, true. Mm. Like the screen's flying towards you. All right. Um, would you like to take the next question, Daryl? Sure. The next question is from XIIII underscore heartless. <laughs> heartless. And they ask... Says Mr. Were, Literal. If you... <laughs> If you were all somehow able to get on a development team for the next Kingdom Hearts game, how would you place your personal trademark within the game? And more importantly, would you do anything of the sort if given the opportunity? I don't know. I feel like it would sort of be fun to just put in a little Easter egg rather than to have a really blatantly obvious representation of myself. I don't want to marry Sue myself into the game. (laughs) Did you know that the next Kingdom Hearts game is going to have a character called Nomura? Really? Is it really? Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. That's actually, that's great. <laughs> is he going to be like a little NPC on the side of the road or something? Um, he's going to wear lots of belts. Yes. That. And zippers. That would be Nomura. And and maybe be a, like, a hermit, never come out of his house. Yeah, he's just going to be in a little house. <laughs> Go in and steal his stuff and he doesn't even realize. I wonder if he'll have he'll email just, He'll just hair. be on his computer using Twitter. Yeah, yeah there we go. Vaguely tweeting things. <laughs> so I was forced to put myself like, in my own game. Have you guys ever played like the original DOS games, like the MS DOS games? Um, it, there was this one game called uh, Cosmos Cosmic Adventure, and like I'm talking late '80s here, like late '80s, early '90s, um, where they would actually have self inserts about other games in uh, certain areas of the level. If you unlock this one thing that on first glance is kind of hard to get to. It'll pop out and it'll be a little figure of Duke Nukem and it'll say, hey, so, you know, you should definitely play this new game coming out in December 1992 or something like that called (laughs) Duke Nukem Forever. And and I just remember being like, wow, blast from the past. But um, yeah, I imagine it would be something like that where it just hides something for only the uh, truly strong-willed players could find. I mean, I don't think I would put a character in. I kind of like the the environment type stuff. Like, did you guys ever find the little... I, I think... I'm pretty sure everybody found it, but in Chamber 16 or 17 of Portal, where you find the little uh, area that's kind of hard to get into unless you can crouch, and you get in there, and that's where you see the stuff on the wall saying, the cake is a lie, the cake is a lie, the cake is a lie. And, uh, and I think there were some developers' names in there, too. Well... So... If you consider in Kingdom Hearts 1, the whole uh, secret place, the secret place has like a map. I think it has a map from one of the Final Fantasies. There's some chocobos on there. Oh, yeah. They had some, some chocobos. Yeah. Stuff on there. 
So I guess I if think it was something would... like that, like that would be a nice Easter egg. Yeah. I Actually, now that you mentioned that, that was one of my favorite parts about Kingdom Hearts 1 was the secret place. I would probably put my, my name in there or some kind of little doodle or something. I mean, Kojima does it in Metal Gear. Yeah. In the Psychomantis yeah. boss fight, he has a picture of himself on the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Psychomantis. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it would probably be something like that. I wouldn't just want to be in there. I would want to be in there because I did something like amazing for the game or something. I don't want to just yeah. be put in there just to be in there. You could replace Kyrie. I wonder what Kyrie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I wonder what Marina would want to do. She'd probably be want to put in there as the original Keyblade Master. Or she'll probably just have a random render, just like the one that Colin drew of her. She'd probably be Sora's new sidekick. That'd be awesome. Yeah, there we go. Or maybe Sora could be her sidekick. True. <gasps> Gasp. He would. True. She's got more IQ than he does, sadly. Does she have bigger feet though? <laughs> uh, doubt doubtful that she has bigger feet than Sora. <laughs> have we ever understood um, why he has such big feet? I don't no. either. And the thing is, I don't think his feet are actually that big. Although his everybody's hands are huge in that game. I'd love to see him with his shoes off, just to see if his feet are actually that big. The only time you see him without shoes on, I think, is in the the art on the main menu, mm. and his feet are in the ocean, so yeah, you, can't you just tell. see his ankles. Which are pretty large, so I don't know. Maybe he's got the big doofy hands and feet thing. It's just so interesting to see people who try to cosplay him and they try to do his shoes and they do the big shoes. They like, well, that. That's what makes them look like him. They fill him with pillows and stuff like that. And... Oh yeah, oh yeah. He gets it like buy clown shoes to be him. Yeah, true. Um. All right. So you want to take this next one? Sure. Cage Crazy Fourteen says. What do you think will happen to Kairi in Kingdom Hearts 3? Will she go with Sora and possibly Riku on the next quest or be as useless and defenseless as always? I think she's going to be the main character. Yeah! <laughs> and you're going to get to control her and she's going to destroy everything. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and Fozzie will go commit suicide. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. She's um, going to have a transformation like Yuna did. Oh, Yeah. For sure. Yeah. She suddenly becomes this huge diva. Well, she did kind well, I of. Remember. I mean, like, she started getting zippers on her costume, and that was a bit risque, honestly. Is that her indoc- indoctrination into the Kingdom Hearts main character world? Is that she started getting zippers and belts? Possibly. Next, she'll have, like, a like a Keyblade key ring. Yeah. I was that. replaying a little bit of Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, the later bits, like, toward the, the world that never was. I remember that the second Kyrie gets her little flowery keyblade, she goes and hits two shadows and kills them both in one hit. And of course, you never see her use it again, but I was kind of scratching my head over that. Like, okay, I know that this is probably just for the cinematic purpose. Like, you don't want to actually see her hit it more so than once. I wish once. I could kill those in two hits. I know, exactly. That's why I got so confused. I was like, all right, so Kyrie can kill this in two hits with the little flower thing that Riku picked up at the dollar store or whatever. She's been training. She was training in a secret dojo on Destiny she Island. Was training, she was training in the dojo and, and apparently in prison yep. under 13's watch. But I mean, what does okay. she actually do? I want to then to give her a purpose that isn't lame right now. She just... I'm hoping... Yeah. She's just there. She's just the female she ingenue. She's the one who all the guys are like, whoa, we love you, blah, 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 blah. We fight for you. And, but we don't yeah. know why. We no, don't, we don't know, know why. why. You never know why. 
I mean, <sighs> I I legit loved her and Sora's chemistry in the first game, and I have no idea where it went in the second one. <laughs> Maybe they'll make some kind of dynamic team, like in Beetleborgs. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> if anyone watched Beetleborgs. No. I mean, I think Sora, Kyrie, and Riku, all three of them together, are slightly less lame than, you know, if you put Kyrie by herself, she's not really that impressive. But I think if all three of them work together, and maybe she'll be the stereotypical healer or something. Or she'll just be Bella. Work. Or she'll just be Bella. Uh, I don't think she has the possibility to be as lame as Bella. Because Bella is kind of the bottom of the food chain. I'm sorry to Twilight fans, but we, we've we've been around the Twilight fandom for a while. <laughs> I didn't even know who you were talking about. <laughs> oh, well, that's Basically, good. Basically, <laughs> Bella, Bella is a girl who, there's not really anything special about her, but there's two guys fighting over her all the time. And it's like, okay. We're still wondering why. That's why I bring it up, because it's kind of equivalent to Kyrie. She has two guys fighting yeah. over her, and you don't know why they are fighting over her. I think just because they saw a girl, and they were like, girl! Oh my god. Girl! But Selfie was cute. I mean, why doesn't anybody go after Selfie? Because Selfie's from Final Fantasy, and that would kind of screw a lot of things up. They've already screwed a lot of things up. I mean, if we're going along Final <laughs> Fantasy lines, Titus is dating a fairy. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. I mean, I okay. guess unless they put Irvine in the game, Selfie's going to be alone forever. So sad. And we got slightly but, um, off topic. <laughs> yes, we did. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, I think that Kyrie will most likely join them in fighting or they wouldn't have given her a Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 2. And, um, well, they hopefully... might have it so that she's still as useless and defenseless as always, but there's the suggestion that she is doing stuff when you're not around. True. Yeah, that's true. And also, I'd like to think that Kinda her like interactions with, with yeah. Aqua in Birth by Sleep might indicate that she's got some future power hidden inside her. I don't know. Yeah, she's kind of like Mickey, where you assume that he's doing amazing things behind the scenes, but he's never actually really in there too much. All right, so this last one is by Lucar. If Square Enix could no longer have Utada perform a theme song for an upcoming game, who would you have replace her and why? I'm a big fan of Utada. I kind of want her to stick around. But if she couldn't... What if she doesn't? Yeah. But if she couldn't... Hmm. If for some reason Ursula came up from under the ground and stole her voice and she could not sing anymore, who would you choose? (laughs) Incidentally, Utada is currently taking a break from music for about a year, so... I'm glad I saw her when I did in February. That's the reason why they, the Kingdom Hearts 3 hasn't come out yet. Yeah, probably. Um, in terms of Japanese artists, I think that Shoko Nakagawa would actually do a really nice job with the theme songs. She does a lot of uh, action anime theme songs. and um, Well, they don't have to be voice. Japanese. Yeah, I know they don't. But sh- she's done like some English words throughout her things. I think she might be able to pull something like that off. That or Maya Sakamoto. Do you guys have any ideas for for English-speaking artists that you'd like to hear? Mm. Not Leona Lewis. (laughs) Not Leona Lewis. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. She She did the theme song for 13. She has a pretty voice, though. Yeah, but I don't think she even wrote the song for the game, whereas Utada is always really happy to write the song based on the game. Final Fantasy? Oh, great. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Whatever. (laughs) It's a job. Whatever. It's... 
some money. <laughs> Just as long as they don't bring in any Disney Channel stars, please. Yeah, no, no Hillary Duff, no Miley, no Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. No. Based on what they're trying to do and what they try to do with Leona, it really wouldn't surprise me if they tried to do that. Yeah, <laughs> oh God, true. God no. True. They, they must try and promote our Disney games Channel in the stars. Western audience. They brought in one of their Disney Channel stars to play Kyrie in a, I believe it was. Yes, she Rudy declined us an interview because yeah. it was a conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. There's yeah. a new a new Kingdom Hearts single released by Vanessa Hutchins. Vanessa, oh, I would, yeah, that would be me going and jumping off a cliff. Mm. That was an interesting I don't think they sound. Would do that. For, <laughs> yeah, for that action. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, how about Jesse McCartney? Hey, hey. Uh. <laughs> I was kidding. I was mostly kidding. <laughs> Apparently, when I was in a grocery store in America, I heard him for the first time. Yeah, you did. Oh, because I was like, which song? God, which song? Oh, what's the famous one? Uh, what is it? Uh, Beautiful Soul or something? Oh, uh, I don't want another pretty face. Yeah. Oh god. I was like, Dale, Dale, guess what? Guess what? It's just you, McCartney. And he's like, Oh, okay. He is me at age thirteen. <laughs> Yay. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah i don't know i would really like otada back because she's got a very sweet voice and she does a great job writing songs for the game she wrote sanctuary for kingdom hearts one and she wrote hikari not so much simple and clean for the plot of kingdom hearts one so i mean i would prefer not to replace her but if we want to change it up a little bit i guess I guess if Kingdom Hearts starts to go farther than just Kingdom Hearts 3, if it starts to take the Final Fantasy route, then I could see them changing it up. But if they're gonna cap it off within the next 5 or 10 years, I'd say they should keep it consistent until the end. Mm -hmm. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Maybe something interesting like Natasha Bedingfield. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, that might be kind of cool. She writes pretty music. Or maybe we could get one one of those artists that actually enjoys video games for instance uh laura bailey who we interviewed two years ago at oticon um she is actually a huge fan of final fantasy and kingdom hearts and she does the voices for a lot of um she was uh she was sarah in uh final fantasy 13 and she was i'm trying i'm trying to think what she else was kind but... of in there. yeah yeah and so we were interviewing her and she loves Final Fantasy. Her favorite is 10 and her favorite character is Riku or something like that. So uh, maybe someone who's actually a fan of it would, wouldn't mind singing for it. Because Laura actually sings. She does the, uh, the theme song for some of the animes where the main character in the Japanese version would sing the opening song. For instance, Toru and Fruits Basket actually did that. So yeah. Yeah. we do know some voice actors that can sing. Vic Mignogna. Vic Mignogna. There we go. <laughs> Come sing for Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he does have a nice voice. He does though, have but, a great voice. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if he's ever been interested in participating in a Kingdom Hearts game. We'll have to ask him sometime. Um, I guess that is it for questions. So if you guys want to submit some more, you can go to GamingUnion.net on the forums and submit to the Kingdom Hearts Union questions thread. And we are all ready to our outro. And you can catch us on iTunes. The next show should be September 7th, although we'll let you know if any of that changes based on the release of Birth by Sleep. 
And listeners, please feel free to send ideas and feedback, especially since things have kind of been changing around lately. If you guys have any concerns or questions or things you think we could improve on, please feel free to post them in the actual Kingdom Hearts Union threads, or you can send us a PM on the forums. I'm I'm Lauren on there. Fozzie is Fozzie on there. Daryl is Daryl. Goes like that. I I think Marina might be Umikun. So, and uh, you can always shoot us an email if you like. So. Uh, anybody have anything fun they've been doing lately they want to mention quickly before we wrap up? Um, working. We have exciting <laughs> lives. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> we'll be heading back to school for our last year. Sob. Yep. Me and Fozzie. Yeah. I won't be. No, nope, you won't. And Marina's going to be a junior in high school, which is the crazy, ridiculous year. So, mm-hmm. um,. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for what we're doing. But all right, so would you guys like to say your goodbyes? Fairly well, everyone. And I'm Lauren saying goodbye. This has been a Tweaks Music and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. <laughs>